Welcome to the Confident Swinger Podcast. I'm Joe, your coach, cheerleader, and guide, and I'm here to help you get out of your head and into their bed. Let's build your confidence and embrace your badassery so you can fully embrace the lifestyle of your choice. Now is the time to put your bitchy little brain in its place, to let go of all of that shit that's just not working for you, and step into a whole new you, a sexier you, a happier you, a more confident you. Are you ready? Let's do it. It's Joe time. Hey guys, welcome back to the Confidence Winger podcast. I'm Joe, and I am super excited to have you guys here. So, welcome. This is episode 86 Listening to Your Body. I'm sort of just jumping right in today. I'm going to jump in with the warning. I will tell you that this was not the episode that we intended to release today. Uh, Chad and I actually recorded one um, together yesterday. That was pretty awesome. And then we had some technical difficulties. And when I went to save it, uh, just sort of glitched out. And um, yeah, we lost it. So super sad. Now we're going to have to re-record. And (sighs) that'll be next week's episode. I'm going to probably have to go buy a new laptop. But in the meantime, you get episode 86, Listening to Your Body. I'm going to jump right in with the warning. Um, Beware of my potty mouth. You guys kind of all know that. Um, But I will let you know ahead of time for uh, the more sensitive viewers that I have or listeners, not viewers. This isn't video. It's just audio. Um, Beware of my potty mouth and beware that this may have some sexual content because, you know, it's the confident swinger kind of goes hand in hand. Um, Plus, I always want to let you guys know that this show is not intended to be used as medical or mental health advice. And also the views and the opinions expressed here in this show are solely those of me, Joe. So there you go. Um, I've been a coach now for coming up on two years and I got started. Hopefully you guys know this, but I got started to help people because I love to do that. But when I got started, I honestly had no fucking idea how much personal growth I would have to go through in the process. In hindsight, I totally should have, right? It seems really fucking obvious, but I didn't see it at the time. And when I started, when I got ready to start coaching, when I started the podcast, when I started the business, when I started the whole thing, I was like, I'm good. Like... I'm good. I want to help other people feel good. And then the more I learned, the more I realized how little I really fucking knew. (laughs) And I realized how not okay I was and how I needed to learn to be okay for myself so that I could learn to help you guys be okay. I learned how much I needed to learn, really. And honestly, in the last, I say in the last two years, but really in the last like, three or four months, um, I've gone through a lot of change. And in that time, I have felt, honestly, I have never in my life felt more knowledgeable and more ignorant at the exact same time. It is, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy, but it's good crazy. Um, And I've also never felt more confident and more sure of myself and also insecure and 
not sure of myself all at the same time. I feel incredibly confident in my abilities to help you because I am learning to be confident in my abilities to help myself. And I am super proud of myself for that. I feel like I know that I can help you because I have fucking been there. I've been there. I have been in the trenches. I have been where you are. And I have fought my way to the other side. And so I really feel confident in my abilities to help you, but also in my abilities to recognize how much more I need to continue to learn and how much more I need to keep growing. And I think that's super important. So One of the things that I really didn't realize at the beginning of my journey is how fucking important it is to listen to our bodies. Our thoughts lie and our brains lie, but our bodies, mm, not so much, right? They, generally speaking, are honest little fuckers. They're like like a three-year-old. They are honest to a fault and they don't fucking care how you feel about that honesty. They're like, look, grandma, that lady's really old. Or this is the one I get a lot. Grandma, you have a squishy belly. (laughs) Yes. Yes, honey, I sure do. Like totally honest and no fucks given. Our bodies are that kind of honest, but about our feelings. So if you think about it, it's really no wonder that we don't tune into our bodies more. Like we usually don't really want to know the truth. We usually don't really want to hear what our bodies really have to say. So we ignore those. We ignore those feelings and we ignore those sensations. And I hope you know at this point that I coach a lot about confidence kind of makes sense since I'm a lifestyle and confidence coach. And today I want to talk about how important it is to tune into your body, to really notice what's going on inside there. You might not realize how important that is to your confidence specifically, but you will. Hopefully you will by the end of this episode. So once again, this is episode 86, Listening to Your Body. As you know, on every episode, I will be wearing new podcast panties. Today, my podcast panties are a a lace, well, it's a black thong with black lace trim and really bright, vibrant flowers and vines on the front. Super, super um, bright and fun. They're like psychedelic, but against a black background. So I love them. And to be quite honest with you, what my body is telling me right now is that I don't love thongs and I don't know why I continue to buy them. But total honesty, I usually only buy thongs as podcast panties because my podcast panties I don't usually wear for very long. They're usually the ones that I don't love, the ones that I don't love the fit of. I usually just wear them for episodes and then I take them off. And these are going to be probably one of those pairs, which is sad because they are super fucking cute. But... I digress. All right, let's hop right into the show. Um, I've said it lots of times. Your thoughts create your feelings, your feelings create your actions, and your actions create your outcomes. So really, it all starts with your thoughts. And that's true. I still believe that. But our brains are tricky little assholes, and so many of our thoughts are subconscious. Seriously, 
so many. Like according to neuroscientists, like 90 to 95 percent of our cognition is subconscious. And that makes things sticky because even your subconscious thoughts create your feelings. If your thoughts create your feelings, but you're not aware of your thoughts on a conscious level, then how in the fuck are you supposed to know what they are? Well, you listen to your body. I will tell you one of the things that really got me started on this topic, and you're going to think I'm crazy, but you already kind of do right now. So we've kind of already crossed that bridge. But it was me realizing how fucking stupid it is that we question whether or not we really need to pee. Or we know that we need to pee, but we put it off. Like seriously, we are all grown ass adults here well past our potty training days, but we can't even be trusted to go to the bathroom when our bodies tell us we need to. How fucking stupid is that? It's so fucking stupid. And I'm betting that almost everybody out there listening is like, yeah, I've done that. I've done that. You like stop and you go, do I really need to pee? Uh, I can wait a little bit. I can wait a little bit. If you feel like you need to pee, why don't you just go pee? Like, what is the challenge? What is the downside of just going pee? I don't know. But the whole thing got me to wondering, like, what else does our bodies tell us that we just fucking ignore because we're stubborn asses? And when I kind of started to digging, it turns out um, that our bodies try to tell us a fuck ton of shit. Like I really started getting intentional about listening to my body and noticing my feelings and the sensations that are like going on inside my body and life kind of got a lot easier. So our thoughts create our feelings, right? So let's talk about what feelings are. What I've found is that we often are not really in tune with what's happening in our bodies. We just focus on what is going on in our conscious mind and we just go with that data, right? And why not? Because it's right there. It's in our brains. It's in our awareness. So it's really easy to just focus on that. The shit that's going on in our bodies can actually be harder to understand because that usually takes a little more digging and a little more investigation to really understand what those sensations actually mean. And we've gotten really good at pushing away uncomfortable shit. We've gotten really good at numbing ourselves to anything that we don't want to feel or we don't want to deal with right now. We tell ourselves, you know, we'll deal with it later, but then we never fucking do. But our bodies will tell us how we really feel about something, even if our conscious minds don't. Our conscious minds tell us what we want to hear, even if it's not completely true. That happens all the fucking time. Remember how I told you, how I've told you in the past that our brains are kind of like that overly helpful friend that just want to make you right? Not necessarily, um, it's not necessarily true, but they just want to make you right? Yeah, that same thing happens here too. So... I know this is sort of, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, All of this is, let let me get, let me give you an example to maybe put this in perspective. Let me give you um, an example of what's happened to me recently. And hopefully this will help you understand what in the hell I'm actually talking about. 
I saw this post on Facebook a few months ago, and the theme for that day was um, something like tell us your best feature or tell us something that you get complimented for or something like that. And the post that was posted was basically this guy saying that he never gets compliments. He only gets complaints. Um, and then he sort of followed that by a list of his like quote unquote features, like being an asshole and being tactless and um, some other stuff. I don't remember exactly what it was. And I'm going to be honest. Um, immediately I was pissed off and I wanted to comment. My brain was telling me that I wanted to help him. My brain was telling me that I needed to tell him that his negativity was a choice and that his negativity, his attitude was the reason that he wasn't getting compliments. And I assumed that he probably wasn't making very many connections in the lifestyle based on his post and that the reason for that was because of his negative attitude. And I really wanted to help by letting him know that he could change the outcome that he was getting by changing his attitude. Um, so I immediately wanted to jump into coach mode, which is kind of typical for me, <laughs> to be quite honest. But something was off. My brain was telling me that I wanted to help him. My brain was telling me that um, this guy needed some help. And, you know, I wanted to help him. I wanted to try to guide him to get better results. But something was off because my thoughts were nice, but my feelings were not. If I was really thinking that I wanted to help him, if it was really coming from a place of love and caring and concern, then I wouldn't have been so fucking angry. And I was angry. Like I was I was pissed. This this post pissed me off. And when I recognized that, I recognized that um, something was wrong. I realized that something just wasn't wasn't congruent. Something wasn't right because my thoughts were not in alignment with my feelings. Like my thoughts were nice and loving and trying to help. But if that was my if that was really what I was going on, if it was coming from a place of love, then I wouldn't have been so angry. So it made me curious and it made me really sort of look at the situation different, like differently and deeper. And I didn't comment on it like I had intentionally, like I had originally planned to because I figured out that me wanting to comment wasn't coming from a place of love. It wasn't coming from a place of wanting to help him. It was a coming from a place of I know better than you. Like, this is what you're doing wrong. Uh, it, it was coming from a place of judgment. It was coming from a place of being a damn backhoe, like a damn bulldozer, like I talked to you guys about before. And that is not a good place. That's not That's not a place that I want to come from. That's not a place that uh, the coach in me, the person in me, the love in me, that's just not where I want to come from. I, that's not a good place for anybody, but it's really not a good place for a coach. But this is just an example of how everybody has asshole thoughts. I have asshole thoughts. You have asshole thoughts. Um, we all do. 
I've told you guys about my ego. His name is Edgar. He, he's a rugby player. He, he, you know, he lives inside me. He's one of, one of those, one of the many um, pieces of Joe. Um, he is the cause, I know, of a lot of those asshole thoughts. Not all of them, but he is the cause of a lot of those. And noticing the sensations, like listening to my body and making me really look at myself and realize that my asshole thoughts, my anger, were not really about him at all. They were not about him. They were not about his post. They were about me. And I know that if I would have commented on his post like I had originally intended to, it would not have been helpful. And it wouldn't have been well-received it probably would have escalated into some petty argument and that's just fucking stupid. It wouldn't have helped him. It wouldn't have helped me. It wouldn't have helped anybody. And I just would have come off looking like a total asshole because to be honest, I was being a total asshole. Like I was being a judgmental asshole and I'm owning it because that's all we can do is own it, learn from it and move on. But the truth is, I tell you guys that story to tell you this, that I wouldn't have had that epiphany moment. I wouldn't have had that growth. I wouldn't have realized any of that if I had just gone with my conscious thoughts, right? Because my my super helpful, my super helpful bitchy little brain was telling me, you're a good person. You're a good coach. You're just trying to help. And yeah, that sounds great. That's what our brains want to tell us because that sounds good. That makes us feel good. But my body knew that that was bullshit because I was angry. And if I hadn't recognized that, if I hadn't listened to my body, I would not have had the same outcome. I had to listen to my body to figure out the truth because my body knew the truth. My brain did not. Nine times out of 10, your body is going to tell you the truth. It's going to be that super honest three-year-old. But I will tell you that it's not always easy to get that message. So let's talk about why it's important to listen to your body. Reason number one, your brain can lie but your body usually won't. I say usually because there's there's going to be some disconnects there as well, some blocks occasionally that you might need to dig into more. But most of the time, your body is not going to lie to you. Two, so many of your fucking thoughts are subconscious. So you are not going to be able to notice what is going on in your subconscious right away. But you can get really good at noticing what is going on in your body and that will help you figure out what's really going on in your subconscious. Three, you're never really going to know the truth and grow from it if you just keep believing the lie that your bitchy little brain is telling you. Like me with my you're just trying to help narrative. The honest truth was at that moment, I wasn't trying to help. I was trying to prove that I was right and my body knew that. And I wouldn't have had that growth moment if I hadn't noticed the disconnect. And four, let me see how many. Four is it affects your relationships. 
people respond to what you mean, not what you say. And until you know how to figure out what you really mean, you're not going to be able to interact with people the way that you really want to. This this truth bomb hit me really hard recently, and I will make another podcast episode probably on it pretty soon. But the bottom line is this. Your actions are going to mirror what is going on in your subconscious, not in your conscious. Because the shit that's going on in your subconscious is how you really think and believe on a deeper level. Your words may say one thing and you may think that you mean it. And on some level, you do mean it. But if your actions tell a different story, it's because you really believe something different on a deeper level. And that's what people are going to respond to. Like, seriously, think about it. How many times have you been talking to somebody and they're saying the right things and something just feels off? You can't really put your finger on what it is, but something just doesn't jive. It is because your subconscious is picking up shit that your conscious mind can't process. Researchers have shown that your conscious mind processes processes shit, processes things at about 40 to 50 bits per second. But your subconscious mind processes shit. It takes in information from the environment through all of your different senses at like 11 million bits a second. Holy shit. Conscious mind, 40 to 50 bits per second. Subconscious mind, 11 million bits a second. That is fucking crazy. But it means that if that person that you're talking to has some shit going on in their subconscious that's conflicting, conflicting, wow, I said that really weird. (laughs) If they have some shit going on in their subconscious that's conflicting with what they're really saying, they are going to be sending out signals that they consciously don't even know. They're going to be sending out like subtle little differences in their tone or in their facial expressions and their movements and their pupil dilations, like all of that kind of thing. Your conscious mind isn't capable of noticing all of those tiny little things because it's just too busy focusing on the bigger picture. Your conscious mind doesn't notice it, but your subconscious mind does. Your subconscious mind tells you by sending you this feeling in your body that something's just not quite right. You do this too. And that's why people always tell you to go with your gut. People tell you to go with your gut because your gut will tell you things that your conscious mind can't process. And people respond to that too, just like you do. Other people do the same thing. And then five, um, I forgot what this list was. Let me go back. Sorry. Um, Talking about why it's important, (laughs) talking about why it's important to listen to your body. Five, it is empowering to know what's really going on so that you can make an informed decision about how you want to respond. Super important. And six, you can choose to lean into the person that you want to be. This is how confidence is built, guys. This is why some people draw people in and other people push people away even when those two people are doing the same exact fucking thing. It is because their subconscious thoughts are different. (sighs) Man, this is so fucking big in the lifestyle. 
Like if we tune into our bodies instead of our brains, we won't question ourselves so much. We won't have to. We won't have to try to figure out who we're attracted to because our bodies are going to tell us. And even better, if we get really good at it, we won't have to wonder who is attracted to us because our bodies will also tell us that. Our bodies will pick up the signs and our bodies will try to tell us, but we let our minds override it with all the noise and all the thoughts and all the self-doubt that's going on in our heads. It happens fucking every day. I see it constantly. But we will be way more in tune with knowing what turns us on if we get in tune with our body. We are going to get much more in tune with knowing who we're attracted to and who is attracted to us if we get really in tune with our bodies. And of course, that is going to lead to better connections and it's going to lead to better sex. I know for me, I have spent a fuck ton of time (laughs) to be honest, more than I care to admit, not really being sure what turned me on personally. Like I knew what I liked when I touched myself and I knew what I liked when Chad touched me. But when it came to somebody else touching me or turning me on, I couldn't describe it. I couldn't define it. I couldn't pinpoint it. I couldn't do any of those things. I wasn't really in tune with my body. And that makes it hard to have good sex. And if you're not having good sex in the lifestyle, it really makes you question whether you want to be in the lifestyle. And so much of the problem, at least for me, came from not being in tune and really listening to my body. And guys, this is huge in our relationships too. Like our bodies, our guts will tell us when something is wrong. Or when something is right. Really, it's like developing that intuition, that gut feeling. An important part of that is listening to our bodies. Guys, this is so fucking powerful. It's so fucking powerful. And I don't know why everybody doesn't do it. right? (laughs) But here's why. Because it's hard. It's really fucking hard. So let's talk about some of the things that makes this hard. Number one, nobody taught you how. This is first and foremost. It is a skill that's just not taught normally. Like screw knowing pie to the fucking 10th place. This is the shit that you need to know. This is the shit that I want to help you with. Two, it is uncomfortable. We don't like to deal with uncomfortable shit. Most people don't want to lean into those uncomfortable feelings like anger and jealousy and resentment because you have to be willing to see your own flaws and your own assholeness. And that's really fucking hard. And you have to lean into them. You have to actually let yourself acknowledge them and acknowledge that you've been the bad guy. You've been the asshole and you have to feel the feelings associated with that to understand where they come from. And it's so much easier to just shove it down and go veg out to like two hours of TikTok or Grey's Anatomy or whatever the other fucking shit is that you zone out to. Three, it takes time. 
guys, especially at the beginning. You have to take the time to work through the process of figuring out not only what you're feeling, but why. And that why is hard. (laughs) And it takes time and it takes effort. Number four, it takes a lot of energy. It does, especially at the beginning as you're building this skill. You have to intentionally stop and notice the feelings. And then you have to figure out what those feelings mean. And yes, that takes energy. It takes a lot of fucking energy. And then (laughs) on top of that, you have to figure out what the fuck you want to do with that information. So yeah, I get it. It's a lot to deal with. And five, we have become numb to our feelings. And it's sad. And honestly, I'm going to tell you the truth. This was me. I hadn't even realized just how much I did this until pretty recently. I just masked my feelings. I just I didn't allow myself to feel very much anything that was negative. I just didn't allow myself to feel it. And so often that numbness, it just it became my go to. So even when I wanted to feel, I didn't fucking know how. And that's really sad. And that's been a really hard process for me to um, change the patterns of. So now you're out there and you're listening and you're like, okay, Joe, so yes, we see why it's important and we see the shit that makes it hard, but we still need to know what to do. (laughs) I got you, boo. Let's talk about some tips to help you notice what's going on in your body. Tip number one, notice the sensations that are going on in your body. Like, like right now, like right this second, like you right now, I'm talking to you. I want you to stop and I want you to ask yourself what sensations are going on in your body right now. I'll give you a second. To check, I want you to ask yourself, what sensations are going on in your body right now? What are you feeling? I get it. I know that it can be hard for people to recognize what they're feeling. It can be hard for people to even look for the sensations that are going on in your body. And that's okay. The first place to start is actually noticing the sensations going on in your body or noticing that you're not noticing anything. And being willing to, to, to do that, being willing to notice, being willing to see what you see. Tip number two, do a body scan. Start at the top of your head and ask yourself, what sensations am I feeling in my head, right? Like, what sensations am I feeling? You're going to go through a whole body, but you're going to start and, you know, what am I feeling in my head? And be specific as possible. Be as specific as possible. Then go to your face and your shoulders and your chest and your arms all the way down to your feet. Um, You have to feel the sensations before you can explore what they mean. And I actually, in the after hours section of today's episode for the Patreon subscribers, I'm actually going to do... Um, a body scan with you all walk you through that experience. So for the subscribers out there, that'll be in the after hours show. Tip number three, be intentional. One of my previous clients had an alarm set on her phone for three times a day to check in with her body. 
Um, and that may not work for you, but you just need to find something that does work for you, some system to remember to intentionally check in with your body. It's hard. You have to create new patterns for doing this and you have to be intentional about it. Tip number four, be curious. When you notice a sensation, ask yourself what that sensation is and like what's making you feel that. Curiosity is such an underrated gift. Tip five, there are no bad feelings. There are uncomfortable feelings and we like to call those bad or negative. We like to label them as bad or negative. And I know I do it too. I've referred to um, emotions as negative emotions. I honestly, I need to fucking stop that because all feelings are good in the sense that they are all giving you information that you need. So don't think of your feelings as good as bad as good or bad. Don't think of them as positive or negative. Maybe think of them as comfortable or uncomfortable. Tip number six, don't rush to get rid of the uncomfortable feelings. I get it. This is an automatic response that a lot of people have. It is a go-to. Feel something uncomfortable? Just distract yourself or push it down or ignore it or whatever you need to do to make it go away. But when you do that, you are not allowing yourself to learn anything from that emotion. And that emotion is trying to teach you something. And then when you ignore it or you push it down or you don't learn from it, it always fucking comes back because those feelings are important and they are trying to tell you something. It's kind of like your kid going, mom, mom. And if you ignore them, they get louder. Mom, hey, mom, mom. And when you actually give them your attention, they stop asking for it. Tip number seven, be more mindful. Mindfulness is a skill. It means being more aware of yourself in general. But in this case, it means being more aware of your feelings and the sensations that are going on in your body. So I want to challenge you to spend the rest of the day today being mindful of your body. I want you to notice, I want you to practice being mindful of when your stomach tightens or when your heart races um, or when your hands tingle or your chest or your face gets warm. Just notice it. Don't try to change it. But your first step is just noticing it. It's just being mindful of it. Like so many of the things that I coach about, this is not just a one and done kind of thing. It takes practice and it takes consistent effort. The goal here is for you to be more in tune with your body so that when those sensations, when those feelings do come up, you'll notice them and you'll explore them and then you'll use that information to understand yourself better. And when you understand yourself better, then you can understand the situation better and you'll be able to take the actions and like the proactive, intentional actions that you want to take in order to get the results that you want. The, the actions that help you become the person that you want to be. And that may be calmer or sexier, more settled or more confident or whatever it is that's important to you. But you'll take the actions to get to that person that you want to be. I'm, I'm here to help you guys. It's what I love to do. I hope that you guys all know that by now. And I know that for some of you guys, this podcast is enough. This podcast is helping you. You've been using the tools. You've been learning. And that is fucking awesome. I love that. If that is you, 
I would like to ask that you say thank you by leaving me a review. It really will help me, uh, especially on Apple Podcast. It helps with the algorithms. So if you just want to stick with the podcast level, that is awesome. I would love for you to leave me a review. But for some of you, you want more. You're not one of those people that are just satisfied with good enough. You know that more is possible. And you know that if you just had someone who would tell you how to do it, you want to go farther, you want to do more, you're willing to do the work if you just had somebody to help get you there. And if you are one of those people, you might want to work with me. If that's the case, let me know. I have got eight more spots for one-on-one coaching at the current rate of $3.95 a month. Um, Although I will tell you that I'm waiting back on a couple of follow-ups from consults that I've had, so that number could change anytime. But if you're interested, send me an email and we'll set up a time to talk about it. Um, I also want to remind you that I still am working on the new and improved um, GUI program, the Get Out of Your Head program. Um, You can get on the wait list in the show notes. I'll send you updates and stuff. And then if you're on the wait list, you'll get the first opportunity to join at an introductory rate. Um, And just because you're on the wait list does not mean that there's obligation. There's never any obligation. You don't have to join the program just because you're on the wait list. But if you don't, if you're not on the wait list, then you won't get that discounted introductory rate. Um, So that is coming soon when I'm done and I'm ready to roll out that program. I'll let you know. Um, Before we go, I'm going to ask you what's going on in your body right now. What are you feeling? Are you feeling doubtful? Are you feeling excited, curious, motivated, bored, annoyed? (laughs) Like what sensations are you feeling that make up that emotion? How do you know that you're excited? How do you know that you're interested or you're not interested? How do you know that you're bored? I just kind of want you guys to get curious about your feelings. And I want you to get curious about the way that those show up in your body. Your body is the best teacher that you have, I promise. Even better than me, way better than me. (laughs) Not that I'm a teacher, I'm a coach, but same, same. Um, Oh, guys, that's it. I hope you like the show and I hope it made you think. Um, Like I said, if you're a subscriber, keep listening. I'm going to do a body scan exercise with you to help you begin to recognize and sort of get comfortable with noticing the sensations that are going on in your body. So if you want to listen to that, but you're not a subscriber, you can use the the link in the show notes to check it out free for seven days. And then you can always cancel if it's not something that you like. Um, Just check out the link in the show notes. I love you, sexy freaks. I will talk to you next week. Bye.